The mountains are calling. Let's escape the noise. This is episode 23 of the Just Trek Podcast. Welcome to the Just Trek Podcast, where elevation is our recreation. This is your host, Justin Just Rock Ramon, coming to you from Los Angeles. On this show, you will hear stories and adventures from inspirational hikers, explorers, weekend warriors, to even creatives in the LA community and beyond. Join the Just Trek crew on our journey to True North. We aim to inspire, motivate, and elevate you to a higher state of well-being. You can follow us on Instagram at just.trek, facebook.com slash justtrekofficial, and our website, JustTrek.net. Just Trek crew, what it do? This is your host, Just Rock. And my, oh my, do I have quite the show to start off January 1st of 2021. On this episode, my special guest goes by the name Complexion. He is a London-based international DJ, radio show host and producer, nature lover, space enthusiast, and is the creator of the Future Beat Show. On today's episode, we talk about the backstory behind the Future Beat Show, how music can make hikes and treks better and open up your mind, why sunsets are his favorite part of the day, his US DJ tour, and his fascination with space. Complexion and his show have been the soundtrack to my life the past five years, and I can honestly say that his show has made my life better. This episode means the world to me, and now it's time to blast off. Here's our conversation. I hope you enjoy. Before we jump into the conversation, I want to let you know that the Just Trek merch store is officially live right now. If you would like to support my podcast journey and represent Just Trek on your adventures, please make sure to check out justtrek.net slash shop. That is J-U-S-T-T-R-E-K dot N-E-T slash shop. We currently have new merch available for purchase. I appreciate you all so much. And now let's get back to the show. What is going on, everyone? We got the captain of the Future Beat Show and the green tea connoisseur himself, all the way from London. Welcome to the podcast, Complexion. Justin, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Although I feel really bad. I'm actually drinking Coke Zero today. There's no green tea. Oh, no. I do feel really bad. I just felt like something fizzy. (laughs) We're not on brand right now. What's happening? I know, right? I can't believe it. I've been saying that. I've already had three cups already today, so I can't have more than three. Yeah, it's like with tea, even though it's way less caffeine than coffee. If you have a little bit too much, you can get a bit edgy. You know what I mean? This is it. And don't forget, it is 7 p.m. here, so we've pretty much finished our day. I know you guys are just starting. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, 11 a.m. pretty much over here. This is really awesome. We're going international right now. We got the London and L.A. connection in full effect. You will be my first European guest. That's amazing. I was just about to ask, actually, if you've had anyone else on. That's amazing. So um, a great thing to uh, to have achieved. And uh, I hope you have many more. All right. So check it out, Complexion. I want to say a few things before we get into a bunch of topics with you. 
Sure. And that is your show, The Future Beat Show, is an absolute favorite of mine. And it definitely inspires the Just Trek platform. I love the visuals you use, your branding. And I just think like your music curation is just out of this world. And I think what I also really appreciate about your show is that you take us like out of our normal everyday lives and you just bring us on this journey. And the way I look at the Future Beat Show is like, it's like this incredible place for discovery, you know, specifically music discovery. But in the same sense, I look at the just, I want the Just Track platform to be this like incredible place for discovery, obviously outdoor discovery, but also just exploration of like oneself within the world and the universe. So I really can't wait for the Just Trek listeners to learn more about you because I feel that your energy and your show is something that they would love. And in my honest opinion, I feel it's something they need in their lives because your show just like makes people's day feel better. And I've been interviewing a lot of outdoor enthusiasts, such as hikers, explorers, travelers. But another big component of the show is that I'm now getting around to featuring creatives who have this affinity with nature and the outdoors. And I just really thought you would be such a unique guest to have and bring on because given your background as a DJ, as a radio show host and a producer, and I guess I just can't really believe that we're making it happen right now. I'm just really grateful for this moment. And you know how always on your show, you always say next week, best week, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, next week, best week is happening right here, right now for me. So I just want to say thank you. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. It's so interesting doing podcasts because um, the way people introduce me, I don't see myself like that at all. So it's really interesting to hear how other people view what I've done. Because for me, I'm just doing what I enjoy doing, if that makes sense. You know, absolutely. Um, so thank you for such a great introduction. And um, we will definitely touch on next week, best week for sure at some point in the podcast. Yeah, it's one of the best slogans, <laughs> one of the best mottos you got going on. All right, so let's just get right into it. There's a lot that I want to talk to you about. Sure. So 2020 has been quite the roller coaster of a year. And I want to know, how are you complexion, but more specifically, how have you been adjusting to life during the COVID-19 global pandemic over there in London? I'm really curious to know what it's like on that side of the world. So um, today, um, I, I don't like to date podcasts too much, obviously, um, but we are towards the end of 2020 when we're recording this podcast. And over the last two or three days, we've just found out there's a mutant strain of COVID in London. Um, so imagine London has wow. now at the moment been locked off from the rest of the country. Um, we can't leave the city. We can get arrested. People can't come in. Um, and we have Brexit looming as well. Um, so there's quite a lot of craziness going on. Um, the shops have run out of things already because people are panic buying. Um, Christmas is a few days away while we record this. So it's all a little bit of a mess. And I feel like I always try to have this attitude that there's people out there that are much smarter than me and more experienced than me are trying to fix this. And I really hope that they're trying, you know, they're getting things fixed. It's just at the moment, um, there's definitely an air of uncertainty and anxiety around, you know, all of us, um, especially here. So um, a lot of flights have been cancelled. Europe's not taking in anyone from the UK, which I think is a very good thing to do, obviously, because we need to contain this over here. Um, so that's currently, um, just to go back a couple of months, um, when all this happened, I remember hearing about um, there's this virus originating from somewhere, you know, and uh, I was thinking, oh, it is what it is. It's nothing, you know, it's fine. We'll just carry on. And then I remember hearing that it's in Italy, it's in Spain, it's in France, and then finally the UK. 
And then as soon as things started getting serious, all of my DJ work completely dried up. Everything was closed. Everything was shut down. Um, I haven't, I, I mean, I've been very lucky to have worked a couple of times during the lockdown because um, in the UK, we have a tier system. So we're currently on tier four, which we didn't even know existed <laughs> until a few days Jeez. ago. Um, so we were tier one, tier two. You were allowed to go out and socialize, but away from people. You could be in the social bubbles. So I was DJing at a few brunches and a few things like that. Um, and now they've shut everything down again. Um, being a, a DJ, uh, as well, that's my main my main job is DJing. That's my main source of income. That's been very scary because I haven't been able to DJ at all properly. You know, that's my main source of income that was taken away from me. And um, there's a lot of DJs out there that are also very stressed and very worried about what's going to happen. And I've been told from people that things probably won't go back to what we class as normal for a while. So there's since we started lockdown, there's just been... Uh, there's been an uncertainty about what's going to happen next year because if this is my main job and main source of income, it's just been taken away. And it is kind of scary to think, what will I do next? However, I also try to look at things in the sense that um, I'm excited to see what happens next. Not with COVID anything, just with my own self, you know, with myself, because we all learn skills and I'm sure both of us have learned skills over the lockdown period and everything. And it'd be interesting to apply those next year and see what happens. So as much as there's this uncertainty, I'm also looking forward to what's going to happen next. Whew, what an answer, a two-part answer, be it that. <laughs> wow, that the first part just about what's going on in London specifically, like I'm just, I'm speechless right now. It's like yeah. we're replaying the beginning of the height of COVID in the beginning of the year. It's like the plot twist at the end of the movie. It's like, this it's not is it, over yeah. yet. Yeah, this is it, exactly. So um, I'm going to age myself slightly here, but... Um, there's a film, Escape from New York. Um, uh, if anyone sees it's a Kurt Russell film. I see you're shaking your head. So I've definitely aged myself. I've dated myself here. But it's just a film about New York um, in the far-flung future. And it's like a complete mess. You know, like, um, it's like a police state. It's, you know, and um, I think the president gets captured and they send someone in to rescue him. And it's just, everything is like a cyberpunky and a complete mess. And that's what London it feels like now, you know, in that sense, like it's just, we don't know what's going to happen. The simple fact that we're not allowed to leave our city makes me want to leave the city, <laughs> you know, is that Absolutely. thing. So that's what's kind of scary because I've never been, I've never witnessed or experienced something like that before. So that is um, what's worrying. However, there is a vaccine on the horizon. Hopefully that will take care of things. And uh, yeah, all we can do is just stay safe, really stay at home and stay safe. During this time, during the COVID-19 pandemic, was there anything in particular that you were turning to for like a sense of comfort or normalcy? You know, whether that be going back to an old hobby or developing a new one, or even something as simple as like maybe an old family recipe or just even watching an old cartoon show. Is there anything in particular that you're turning towards? That's a very good question. Um, so for me, um, definitely old video games. Um, I'm a big gamer. Um, there's a few games that I've never completed. And uh, I turn to some of those just to, I don't know, make me feel like a kid again, in a way when I didn't worry about everything, you know. So I've never actually finished the Legend of Zelda on the Super Nintendo. Yes. That's something, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've, I've always wanted to finish that and I never have. So I kind of made it my little project to finish that. Um, I haven't done it yet because I'm sure we'll talk about this afterwards, but um, mm -hmm. I gradually got into live streaming 
over the last couple of months. And that's what's been keeping me very busy, um, bringing in income and also helping me um, curate my community as well. Um, so between streaming and video games, uh, that's helped me through everything. I think one of the problems was that um, at the start of the lockdown, everyone took on way more than they could. Everyone was like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to read books. I'm going to start yoga. And, you know, we, we there was this whole thing about doing everything that you could. And then people got bored and tired of it a week or two later. I, I'm very guilty of that myself. So um, I after that, I tried just to focus on small things that I could do. Yeah, the things you mentioned, I think during this time, a lot of people have turned to things that make them think of their childhood, make them feel mm -hmm. like a kid again, because that's when things were carefree and we were the least stressed. I know for me, when they closed down our local mountains and parks and we couldn't go out mm -hmm. in March, April, May, you know, I'm a very outdoor centric person now the past three years. That's my medicine. That's my therapy, hiking, walking. And I was going cuckoo, you know? So like I had a bike in my room. So I was just like, I pumped it up and I started biking again. And I felt like mm -hmm. a kid and I would bike to Venice beach, Santa Monica. So um, that definitely resonates with me. What you said, when you play video games, it makes you feel like a kid. When I rode yeah. my bike, that was definitely a big part of my upbringing in the East coast, actually, where I'm originally from. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Yeah, no, completely. And um, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone just in case. Um, but been watching a show called The Mandalorian, which I'm a huge fan of. And there was a moment in the last episode, which made me feel like I was eight years old again. And that wow. has just been incredible. Like I mean, to be able to talk to my friends about this and genuinely feel like a kid has been amazing just to remember that feeling for a little while. So if there is something out there that can help you feel like that, make sure you try to make some time for yourself and do that. I think The Mandalorian is a great thing to watch right now. I actually just began watching it four days ago, and I finished okay. all of season one. And then I oh. uh, actually last night I watched the first episode of season two, and I was just like mind-blown emojis. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait. Well, we need to have this conversation again once you finish season two. Okay. Yeah, there's we'll circle something back to it. incredible that happens. And it's just, yeah, it made me feel like a kid. I absolutely loved it. Man, I'm excited now. All right, right on. Uh, so let's get into this incredible show and platform that you've been building for the past several years. Can you explain to the Just Trek listeners who may not be familiar, what exactly is the Future Beat Show? And how would you define the sound? Mm -hmm. And after you kind of get into all of that, if you could also share like specific episodes for first time listeners that you feel they would really enjoy. Sure. So the Future Beat Show, um, I'll give some background information on it. Um, as I mentioned before, I DJ as a full-time uh, job. And um, when you DJ, you get to travel. So I, I used to travel up and down the UK. And once I left the club, sometimes I'd have a two or three hour drive ahead of me. I know for Americans, a two or three hour drive isn't actually that much because um, I speak to some people and they're like, yeah, we do nine hours like it's nothing. The thing is, if you drive for nine, 10 hours in the UK, you're pretty much done the whole country. <laughs> That's it. Um, so I'd have a, a, a what I considered a long drive home. And the last thing I'd want to listen to would be something like Migos or something, you know, something really hard and clubby. Nothing, nothing wrong against Migos. They, they you know, they do their thing. Um, so I would listen to very chill, uh, relaxing music, um, some jazz. Um, and I just, I would listen to some, some people call it trip hop, ambient stuff. Um, and I just really enjoyed how this music would make me feel. It, it would give me this um, image of, of the space and just 
uh, make me feel you know peaceful and calm and driving on the freeway home because there was no lights you could see the night sky and you could see stars and it was it was great it was such an amazing feeling again i'm gonna date myself one more time there's a game called outrun which i'm sure you're familiar with I am not actually, but put me oh, on game. Justin. <laughs> yeah, put me on Justin, game. I'm so dating myself now. I love this. Um, so Outrun is just a, it's an old 80s game, uh, just a racing game. You jump in a Ferrari and you drive. There was one stage when the sky would go dark and there'd be stars and meteors shooting across. And it was just such an amazing visual. Um, and it kind of reminded me of that. So at the time I had a, a radio show where I would play hip hop and R&B music. And I loved it. But... I've always been someone who I like to take a left turn if everyone's take, going right, if that makes sense. You know, just sometimes it's it's the wrong thing to do. I'll do it just because I want to do that. But I really wanted to start sharing this music that I discovered. I thought if I can help people take some time out of the day and just relax and just chill and let the music take them somewhere, that's what I want to do. So I started playing some of this music um, on the show and this was, I think, seven years ago. And now I do this fully. The Future Beach is something I, I do um, every week. And um, the, the music that I play, I think the best way to describe it, there's two descriptions I give people. One of them is that it's the most organic sounding electronic music that you've heard. And secondly, it's what you would listen to if you were floating through space. That's the kind of image I tell people and also I give people when it comes to the show. What a great description, both definitions. I love it. Thank you. Um, and you also wanted to know uh, the what episode I'd recommend people check out. Yeah, like if I had no clue about your show and I'm tuning into this podcast, like, because you have so many. You, I think you just released episode 261 yesterday. That's right. Yes. Episode 261 was yesterday. Um, Insane. What I'd say to people is, um, well, the great thing about the Future Beat Show, um, we shorten it to TFBS, um, is our community. I'm very lucky to have such an amazing community of people from all over the world. Um, it's amazing to have people listening and um, people interacting with each other. I've actually, because of the show, there was a uh, uh, someone I knew from the UK, I, haven't, I hadn't met him before um, the Future Beat Show, and because of my show, he met his partner who lived in San Francisco. They are now married and he's now moved out there and they met because of the show, um, which is incredible to me. And I've had people tell me stories that, um, you know, they've uh, had their first child and the first thing the child has listened to, apart from their parents' voices, is mm -hmm. the Future Beat show. I've had people tell me they're going through labor and listen to the show. I've had people who have lost parents or grandparents and have told me the show has helped them get over their grief, you know, um, and um, many other stories. And our community is very strong. So what I tell new listeners is to listen to episode 200. Now with episode 200 of the Future Beat Show, I was ready to take a, a long break from the Future Beat Show. I was thinking this would be the last one for a while. Let me focus on something else and move forward. Um, so what I'd asked my listeners to do was to send in a voice note and choose a song that they really liked and introduce the song and maybe have a story to go along with the song. And it's three hours of just my community sending in voice notes and choosing songs. And it's a great way to listen to music that I've played from seven years ago and music that I played up until that episode. And also just to listen to what the community says about the show itself, music um, and life. 
that episode 200 is legendary. Thank you. Thank like you. straight up just hearing those voice messages and notes. It was just mm. so powerful. And I just want to applaud you. Like you are so incredible of just being a genuine person and building community. I really, I really noticed that about you. And I think that's why the show has been building at such a rapid rate week to week, month to month. Like hearing some of those messages, like some of them are like 30 seconds long, a minute long. I was just like, it's like when you hear those messages, it makes you feel that everything you're doing, you're like, you're following your true north. Like you're on the right path. Yeah. Um, I think for the show, what it's become now, um, one of my, uh, how can I say this? Um, one of my things in life has always been to leave a legacy. I'd always, I would like to leave something that people in the future can enjoy, but also they can enjoy in the moment. Um, and this is what I want to do with the show. And I feel like I'm slowly getting to that stage now where people will listen to these shows once I'm not here. And hopefully some of the advice I've given and or other people have given, that would be applicable to people in 10, 15 years. Um, and hopefully that's all I can do with the show. That That's the plan anyway. Yeah, Just Trek listeners, episode 200 is the one for sure. You'll get you, chills Justin. listening to it. So I now want to get into a... Actually, let me backtrack real quick. Sure. So the future beat show, you said seven years. You've been building it for that long, correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that's a good that's a good chunk of change right there. Yeah, a lot of people uh, have come onto the show recently, and they're not aware that it's been going on for such a long time. You know, and people keep forgetting this. This train has been, you know, trekking for a while. Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it, it take. But I say this to everyone. You know, you might see, excuse me, you might see something on on the Twitch channel or something else, but there's a lot more work going on behind the scenes and it has been going on for a while. Some people can be very lucky and do great things straight away. For me, it's definitely been a slow burn. Um, you know, we haven't really delved too much into it because I didn't want to talk too much music, uh, like the industry side for your listeners. However, you know, I've been turned away from most radio stations, uh, big stations, not for any other reason apart from the fact that they don't see the vision that I have. And I don't, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not annoyed at them because I understand some people don't see the vision, you know, and all you can do is then be like, okay, I will do what I can do to, sh- to not to show them, but just, um, actually, let me, let me backtrack for a second. I think what I t- tend to do is, is um, instead of being angry at these people, it's my job without uh, being um, petty is to show them what I'm building on, if that makes sense. So for me, it's like, fine, if you don't believe in the show now, we'll talk later. And in that moment, I've worked with some huge brands. I've worked with some huge artists. I've done a, two solo tours across the US. The last one, was, I think, was 14 or 15 dates. I've toured around Asia, Australia, and this is all independently. Um, and I know people that are signed to labels and on big radio stations who haven't done things like that. So in a way, it's like, you don't need to have backing from someone else. If you believe in your project or your yourself, you can achieve great things. You can do amazing things. When I first started doing the show, I never in a million years thought this I'd be where I am now. At all. Never at all. Um, and this, I just say to everyone, you know, as much as sometimes we want affirmations from people we look up to, you might not get it. Sometimes you might just have to focus on yourself and just think, I'm going to make this happen. 
yeah, it, it's shining through your work. And just like what you said, a lot of people can have this backing of labels or other brands, but it's a beautiful thing when you can do it independently and just make it happen. It's just, there's just something spiritual in that process, mm. you know? But don't get me wrong. There's been so many times where I've had my lows and I've wanted to give up and there's been stress, you know, I've argued with friends and all kinds of things because it is stressful to do something by yourself. It really is. But I always say to people, persevere if you can, like, please keep going. You know, if you truly believe in what you're doing, keep going. Yeah. It sounds like I always love talking about the concept of true north. Are you familiar mm. a little bit? Yeah. 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 Just like the meaning of a uh, true north is like representative of, you know, the journey of finding your purpose mm. and why in life. And we're always constantly working on that, trying to get clarity on it, even if we're not there yet. And I feel like you've just really been following that for many years and that it's just brought you so many awesome opportunities and experiences. Completely. I've been very lucky to be able to do this. I know a lot of people aren't, um, and I count my blessings, you know, daily, if not weekly. So the show, um, I don't think we actually touched upon this. So what platforms is your show on? People uh, can so, tune into it. Um, at the moment, the best place is SoundCloud. So you can find all the shows at soundcloud.com forward slash complexion. Um, also, the it's on iTunes as well. Spotify, unfortunately, uh, weren't too happy with me doing a show on there. So mm. that's fine. Um, and um, for the last couple of months, I've also been streaming the show live on Twitch as well, which has been really fun. Your show on Twitch? So I come, I'm a SoundCloud listener from like five yeah. years ago. Yeah. I was just like, I was just listening to so much like, I'm really into house music as well. I love all kinds okay. of music, but uh, which is one reason I want to go to London at some point. Sure. Um, and your thing just popped up in my feed. You know, I was listening to like Selection Radio, listening to a lot of house DJs that are, most house DJs are from the UK. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, what is this Future Beat Show? I already like the title. Just <laughs> I played it and I was like, what is this? Because I've always really been really big into long mixes, mm. like ever since like 2000. For like, I don't want to have to choose what song is next. You know, I just sure. wanted, I just want a mix to take me on that journey. And you're, so I'm a SoundCloud listener, but then watching your new project on Twitch, it's just this visual, like mm. majesticness of like music sound. If that makes any sense, you know, what no, I mean? no, completely. So I think what it, what it is with Twitch is it's given me a platform to be able to provide visuals along with the music because if you listen to the early soundcloud shows i always try my best to paint a picture of yes. what we're doing and space is a, a recurring theme throughout the show you know we like the whole the, the concept of it and everything is like you know we're about the shuttle's waiting for you we're going to leave and the whole idea is we're going on yes. a trip at our space and we're coming back home um and it makes sense when you listen to the show and i'm a i'm a huge space nerd anyway so this was a great way for me to geek out about space with people who aren't necessarily into space you know um which is what i love and um with twitch i can now provide visuals alongside the music so people can actually see what goes on inside my head when i'm listening to this music I just think it's brilliant that you did it and it's full circle going back to what brings you comfort, mm. video games. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Um, for me, video games have always been a huge part of my life. I mean, it was a form of escapism, of course, but as I mentioned before, I, um, I'm a total comic book geek and everything else, you know, like I grew up on Star Wars and other things and uh, video games were just a great way to escape and enjoy something that I couldn't do in real life, you know? And for me, 
because I enjoy these things so much, there's a lot of people that write some of this stuff off straight away. They're like, I'm not playing video games. I'm really into space. Um, and then when I talk about certain things, people are like, oh, I actually do want to check this out now. And again, with Twitch, it's just a great way to kind of make people open up a little bit more and maybe check out things that it normally wouldn't. Yeah, I just think it's another great medium for even people like myself as a SoundCloud listener to just mm-hmm experience your show like it's it's just sure. just like listeners you have to check it out you're absolutely going to love it and no and anyone who comes over you know the, the soundcloud sorry the twitch community is so welcoming I mean, i'm sure you've seen some of the people on twitch you know um that have come over and uh they they're just amazing you know they're so supportive and you know i'm sure we'll speak about some of the charitable stuff they've helped me achieve over the last couple of months as well but um the twitch listeners are amazing but i will always have love for the soundcloud listeners because you guys have been with me for such a long time, you know, such, such a long time. So I'll never forget that. Thank you. Much appreciated. I do have to say this before we jump into the next topic. <laughs> I couldn't get over it. It was on your Twitch streams. You had this thing you built inside. It was like a twerking Thanos or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll quickly explain please, this. Please so, explain. So this is okay. So what we were doing was um, uh, during the start of the, the lockdown and even during um there was a lot of charities that needed money. You know, there were food banks and other things. So I was thinking, what's a great way that we can raise money for charity and I can have some fun, you know, because when you listen to the show, people always think I'm some kind of deep thinker, very spiritual. I I, I am to a degree, but I am a total geek at, at, you know, at heart. That's me. And I can be very, very goofy. And this is a way for me to show my goofy side and have fun. So the whole thing we concocted was that we were going to visit a strip club on either Mars or Venus. And we had Thanos twerking. We had Spider-Man doing the Vogue. We had Iron Man and all these characters. And the whole idea was that um, I didn't want to sit there and say to all my viewers, hey, give me your money. Because not everyone has money at the moment to give. Mm -hmm. So the whole idea was if everybody could give $1, which most people can afford, we'd get people to come out and dance on screen. So we had like a, like I said, a twerking Thanos, Spidey, Iron Man. We had a Captain America, a breakdancing Hulk. And each character was behind a tier for money. Um, and that's how we raised money for food banks, local charities. Um, uh, there was a teacher who listens to our show and she went to raise money for her students so they could have uh, uh, computer equipment so they could study online. And we helped raise money for her. It's all these amazing things. And we're all having fun doing it. Brilliant. Like, (laughs) seriously, brilliant. I I know this to anyone listening. I know this sounds so weird. And you're thinking, what is this guy talking about? If you ever watch his streams, it will make sense. It will. (laughs) It made sense when you said it to me. I was like, this guy's a genius. (laughs) Because it's just just some fun. And also just, you know, and people really got into it. People were messaging me like, yeah, I've got my ones ready. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really awesome when, I like how you said, like, people just think you're this super deep thinker, spiritual. That's all good. But it's, you got to also let the other side of uh, yourself shine as well. 100 percent, and that's what i really like about twitch is that it's enabled me to do this because a lot of people they just listen to the future beat show and when you do you're just going to hear me talking about music that i love um you know talking about amazing uh, mantras that i've come across or some life lessons or experiences and then you kind of build up an image of me and i don't think i'm ever going to live up to that version that you have in your in your head you know and then by doing twitch 
I like I've had people say to me like, "Oh, I didn't think you read comic books. I didn't think you'd like this or like this." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I show them my collection. They're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> you know, like you're one of those people." I'm like, "Yeah, I am." But it's just nice to be able to connect with people over shared, um, I, I guess, things that you enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. it's so yeah, so fun all, to do that. We all think you're a Yoda floating through space. <laughs> That's genuinely what some people think I'm like, you know, legitimately. And it's so nice. But I remind all of them, listen, I'm as goofy as they come. And this is just a great way to just uh, have some fun and raise money for amazing charities. You know, like when I say this, this is the way. (laughs) This is the way. (laughs) This is the way. way. (laughs) Oh, that was great. All right. So I now want to get into a topic that I want your perspective and expertise on. Sure. And I'll just start it off like this. So music is very powerful and you can play. So music is very powerful and it can play an instrumental part in different aspects of our lives, right? Can you get into how music can make walks, hikes or treks better and how it can open up your mind? Such a great question. And I've been mulling over this for since our last conversation. Um, For me, the easiest way I can describe it is it's like having your own personal soundtrack. We've all seen amazing movies and what movies with soundtracks can do. And for me, having something tailor-made for outdoor experiences or for yourself, it will just make that experience so much better because there's something special about music, isn't there? There's something, there really is. I mean, natural, sorry, nature sounds, of course, amazing, without a doubt. But just hearing the right song at the right moment is just, it can just make any moment seem a thousand times better for me it's just imagining that you're in a movie that's that's the way i can describe it you know it, it it genuinely is the best way um when i was touring across the us i had a song that i would listen to every time the plane would land in a new city and it just made me feel like you know i would look out the window and it just made me feel like i was in a tv show or something you know it was just this great feeling um and for me having all these amazing things you can look at in front of you just having the perfect music to it just makes it all so much better, I think. Yeah, so I love the sounds of nature and silence as well. Mm. But to your point, I also really love having the perfect soundtrack, like what you just said, depending on the moment I'm in. Sure. And for example, it's like when I'm like watching a beautiful like sunset or like a sunrise – like it's already gorgeous, right? As is by itself. But if you play like the right music to accompany it, it just becomes like this super enhanced, like super HD quality moment, you know. Completely. Again, a best way to describe it is if you're gonna have like a really nice dessert, it's like having whipped cream on the dessert. You don't need it, <laughs> but it makes it nicer. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah, you know, that's how I can imagine it. It's just it's just something you can add to it, but of course you know, nature sounds are incredible. I've seen, I've been very lucky to witness some beautiful sunsets and sometimes just hearing the waves or the birds is just incredible. It's just the best thing. But for someone like me who is a music lover, having the perfect soundtrack, it just makes it just that little bit more, you know, enjoyable for me. Oh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of bit more because I feel (laughs) when you have that song with that moment, it's like that experience of like, seeing that sunset or like even a waterfall or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. I feel that it becomes like a, even more of a forever memory and that 
it's a, it's like even more emotion is involved with that moment and it creates mm-hmm. like this more long-term memory and it just intensifies and you just become like more engaged about that like experience. Like it just, I've had some moments myself too. I'm just like, I was listening to an FKJ song on the top of one of the tallest mountains in uh, Malibu out here in Los Angeles. And I just, it just like I had an epiphany. I felt like on the summit, <laughs> you know, like it was just it's unreal. Really interesting. It's really interesting you say that because if you're enjoying something visually, the sound of the wind or the birds might not necessarily take you back to that place again. However, a song will. You know, you bring up such a great point. I completely yeah. agree because it's more distinct mm. in your mind. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's for me. I always like to um, associate songs with certain moments, which is why I would listen to that one song every time I landed in a new city because I am a bit of a nervous flyer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not so nervous to the point when I can't get on the plane, but I will still have nerves getting on the plane, taking off, landing. And every time I landed, I listened to this song. When I listen to the song again, I know things are going to be okay because I made that my things are okay moment song, yes. if that makes sense. you know. Yeah, you can tap into it. Yeah, that's it. When you say like music can open up your mind, can you just elaborate on that a bit more? Because I totally get it. I just want the listeners to maybe hear what you your perspective on that is again it's such a good question um for me uh, how can i describe this i think see i don't have synesthesia which is you can see colors when you listen to music i don't have that i'm really jealous that i can't do that um but for me when i listen to certain music it just takes me somewhere And I think the fact that I can be laying in my bed or I can be on a train or driving somewhere and the fact that music, even though if you haven't heard something before, a new song can immediately take you somewhere else. That's such an incredible thing. And I think this is where for me, the music will open up so many feelings and um, just even, I guess, if you're able to, so for example, if you're on the train, you can close your eyes, listen to a song, and it will take you somewhere else. And I've done this where I've been on the train, eyes closed, listen to music. And before I realize I'm at my destination, because this song is just taking me somewhere. And it can be something from a movie, from a TV show, or even video games nowadays. They have incredible soundtracks. And sometimes it can be something that will take you back to when you felt like a kid, or something, something it can be somewhere watching a nice sunset or an experience or a memory with someone that you love and music can take you to these places. And that's what I love. But the most wonderful thing for me is, is I, for example, can say to you, Hey, Justin, there's a song that makes me think of this, this, and this, and you listen to it and you might feel the exact same thing and, and imagine the exact same thing I do, or you, it might take you somewhere completely different. And that's what I love about music. It's like a book. I think you and I briefly discussed this before, which is why um, if you're going to watch a movie, if you've read the book beforehand, it's never going to be as good as what yes. you've imagined, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me with music, it can just have that effect on so many people. You you can kind of tell people, close your eyes and just let it take you somewhere. And I do this with my show at least once a week. One of my favorite things that I do uh, recently, the past several weeks is, remember I told you I ride my bike a lot more now? Yeah. One of my freaking favorite things to do is I'll put in the future beat show and sunset over here is at 5 p.m. now and I'll ride out at 3 p.m. and I'll do a sunset bike trek and it'll have the future beat show playing and I'm just seeing the sunset coming down over the Malibu mountains and I'm just like listening to all this music that you've been curating over the past two three hours on the show I'm just like like this is the perfect soundtrack to every sunset (laughs) like you see Justin you know what's crazy 
What's insane is I've had people who go for jogs when the sun's rising and they're listening to the same show as you are. And they say the same thing to me. And this is what I was talking about, you know, where someone on one side of the world is enjoying the sun setting. Some on the other side is enjoying the sun rising. And that's what I love about music. Sunrise and sunsets. I know we're going to get into that for sure. It's uh, some of the most special moments of the day. Of course. Um, actually, you know, let's just jump right into that, actually, since we're talking about it already. So like you said, um, on your show, you always talk about your favorite part of the day, mm-hmm. that being sunsets. Yes. So what I want to know from you is, what does a sunset mean to complexion? And like, why is it your absolute favorite? I think it's the colors more than anything. Um, there's just something so incredible about the sky going from blue to pink, orange, purples. You know, it, it's just something so amazing. And again, how can I'm trying to put this into words how it makes me feel. And again, um, just to let every, I know this is it. And just to let everyone who's listening, Justin actually uh, informed me about some of the questions. And these are, I've been thinking about this nonstop since um, you first told me. And I still haven't been able to give you a good answer because it's it's a feeling more than anything else. You know, there's something about getting to witness witness it every day. And it's kind of, it to me, it, it puts a cap on the day but then there's so much more you can do at night as well. So it's not the day's finished. It's kind of like, it's a reset point is how I can describe it. That's probably the best way to say. Um, but also some people say it's mother nature just showing off for a couple of minutes every day. And that is always something that's made me smile. You know, the, the earth's just like, look, I've got something to show you, you know, and um, that's such a wonderful thing to experience. And also the thing that fascinates me is that throughout the day, everyone is experiencing a sunset at a different time, you know? And that to me is such an amazing thing. I know I'm not really answering the question. I'm kind of trying to dance around the question because I don't have an answer for you. I tried so hard for this, Justin, but I just couldn't think of something good enough. No, you check this out. You can't force it. And I like mm. your answer a lot because for a lot of us, something like a sunset or a sunrise, you can't really put it into words or articulate it. It's just, and I really loved when you said this, it's a feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a feeling sometimes and this you don't is need to maybe put words to it. No, this is it. And it's something that I feel like no matter what you do or who you are, you can appreciate a sunset, you know. And one of the great things I got to do uh, on Twitch, um, I don't know if you've seen this or not, Justin, but um, it was during summertime and uh, I would do a show about an hour before sunset and I'd have one of my cameras pointed outside my window and we'd watch the sunset on stream and um, I'd be playing music for two hours. So I'd be just so DJing the sunset. And then what I did afterwards, uh, I'd save the stream and I'd put it on fast forward. So you can actually see the sunset in a minute and you can see the sky and it looks, inc- it's, it's, it's just amazing. You know, being able to provide music for it is such a great feeling to be able to do that. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. You did the time-lapse vibe yeah. for the fast forward yeah. thing. Yeah, that's right. You, um, I actually saw that you have curated a few sunset playlists on uh, your platforms. I definitely discovered one of them. It was, uh, it was a sunset playlist. I believe it was for a brand in the, it was entitled Pink Skies. Is that correct? Yes. It was for Lots of Love Club, which is my very good friend, uh, a young lady from Vegas called Rosemary. Um, she's again, listened of the show for a while and it's something she was working on 
Um, and she asked me to me to be a part of it. And of course, you know, Rosemary is such a lovely person. There's no way I could say no. And it was such a great thing to be able to share music that I would listen to during a sunset, because mm-hmm. what happens with me is a lot of people ask me to make mixes for them and I'd love to do it, but it gets to a point when I, I feel like I'm just forcing it, you know, and having a playlist means I can just choose songs. I don't, I don't have to overthink sure. it. It's like, here's some songs that I listen to. And that's it. If you ask me to take a, make a mix, I'm like, okay, what's the BPM? What's the key? What can I do with the playlist? It's like, here you go. Enjoy. And yeah, I absolutely love doing it. It's such a, it was something that I did. T- it took me a while because, um, you know, when you love music so much, you obviously want to have all your favorite songs in there. But at the same time, it was so enjoyable because I was just getting excited putting songs in there into the playlist not to put you on the spot but hopefully uh <laughs> there's a there might be a just just trek complexion playlist in the future at some point well, hopefully ju- well justin i will tell you this now and for your listeners as well i've actually been thinking about something to do for you guys quite a while mm. for quite a bit now so this is what i'm going to do i know you and i should speak about this off air but okay. you know with me i'm very i like to just be open and let people know what we're thinking of so one of the ideas i had for you was if you could tell me how long some of your treks are, I could work a mix purely for that trek, for the hike, sorry. But also if you could tell me when at certain moments you might reach certain landmarks, we could have a playlist where you can go to a certain track for that moment. So whether it's the top of a mountain, a top of a high hill or finishing, you can then go to this song that will just make that moment that much more special. Oh my God, I love it. The soundtrack to the hike at specific moments. <laughs> That's it, yeah. And we, I mean, it would be a little bit difficult depending on how fit some of your you know, people are who mm-hmm, work there and everything. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to work at the timing. But that for me would be such a unique and great thing to do to be able to fit it into those certain moments. No, I'm so down. That's very out of the box. And I can definitely help figure out those logistics since I have a lot yeah. more experience now with a lot of these trails yeah. out here. I'm already thinking about it, man. So we've, I've got an idea like that. And then there's another idea where if you had like a Bluetooth speaker, you could have some kind of background music as well. So it's not yes. super in your face, but it's there, you know, so I've been thinking about this stuff already. So don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I also want you to do something that you could get excited about too. Like, of course you love curating playlists and making mixes, but you've been doing that forever. So, but I think just, you know, the idea that I gave you now, that that's something that's, that excites me because again, it is creating a moment, um, sorry, music for a moment for people, sure. which is such a great feeling, you know? Um, so yeah, I am so excited to do something like that for you. You know, I just had an idea. So I think I mentioned this to you before, you know, I, so I have a background, I'm a B-boy also. Mm, yes, so I've been yeah. breaking ever since like 2000. So I've been breaking since like, for like. 15 plus years. And so what I do now, what's full circle for me is when I do these big hikes and peaks, when we reach the top, um, my crew, the Just Trek crew, some of us are dancers, right? So we celebrate reaching the peak by forming a circle, a dance cipher. Amazing. And we'll have, you know, we'll make sure we isolate in the corner on some like flat terrain. And then my friend, Matt Kerr, will have like his Bluetooth speaker. And Mm. we'll, you know, we'll make sure not to bother people so they can enjoy nature, but We'll play like either house music, Afro beats, and then we'll all just jump in the circle and just represent ourselves. And that's like my way of bringing back dance in my life on these mountain peaks. So I'm just, I'm already thinking of like yeah. when the soundtrack, which part like hits like the Vista overlook or like mm. seeing a certain like um, 
uh, view in the distance. Like I'm already getting a lot of thoughts running through my head. Yeah. Again, this is how it starts. This is it. And this is all because of music. Music is everything. That's all I got to say. This, uh, the Pink Skies playlist, that's, um, we can find that where again? It's on SoundCloud it's on, specifically? It's on, it's on SoundCloud. That's right. Yeah. And there's another, I think you have another Sunset or Sunrise playlist that, yes. can you turn us towards that as well? Oh, uh, yeah. So I think I have one called Sun Showers and I have another one called, um, hey, what's the other one called again? The other one was called, um, Sun Showers, one of them. In fact, what would you, Justin, if it's okay? We'll have some information on the podcast, won't we, for everyone. I'll sure. send you the links to, to put in there because for the life of me, I can't, I can't even remember what the other one was called. Um, but yeah, oh, okay. we'll have, we'll the, just, we'll have yeah. information. Yeah, it we'll was a while ago in notes. my defense. Yes, please, if that's okay. Yeah, then I'll blast it on the social so everyone has a soundtrack to their moments Perfect. and tricks. Cool, right on. So since we've been talking about sunsets, what I want to know now, because you've been a DJ and you've toured all over the world, internationally, and also... Almost. <laughs> oh, well, you've been to a lot of places, for sure. Uh, what I want to know is, what are your favorite places that you have enjoyed a sunset in the world? Such a good question, and something that... Uh, okay, so every answer I give you is not my final answer, because these things change all the time. Um, I was very lucky to witness a sunset in Phuket in Thailand on the beach, which was wow. incredible. Um, I actually remember I was sleeping in the apartment and I woke up um, because I think I was still, my jet lag was still hitting kind of hard. And I just opened my eyes and through the window, I could just see this red, this burning red sky. I was like, I have to go to the beach and watch this. So I just put my flip-flops on, ran down to the beach because we were right next to the beach and just, it was incredible. Just one of the best things ever. Um, my second favorite would have been, I want to say it was 2015 and I was DJing in Perth in Australia. It was New Year's Eve. And because Australia is on that side of the world, they're one of the first people to bring in the new year. So it was nice to be able to be somewhere where it would I would be one of the first people to bring in the new year. So it was my last sunset of 2015. Um, that was really nice to witness that on the beach as well. Um, and I'd say lastly... Um, What's another good sunset that I've had? Uh, oh, San Francisco. Uh, this was uh, last year uh, when I was DJing. I was staying with uh, one of my friends who moved out there. Same thing. We were watching TV and he said to me, because have you looked out the window? I looked out the window and again, the most beautiful orange, pink, red sky. And I just nice. stood on the balcony watching. And it was really funny because we had... Um, a McDonald's and a Dunkin' Donuts there. So you can just see McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts and it's the most incredible sunset <laughs> that you've seen in your life, you know. So I was taking a picture trying to crop out the the stores, obviously. Um, oh, that's so funny. But those, for the moment, that that's what I can recall. Uh, these are my three, uh, for sure. What a diverse set of answers. Thailand, yeah. Australia, and San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very, yeah, that's, that's super dope. I like uh, how diverse those were. I was, uh, this is kind of random, but <laughs> since we keep talking about the sun, I watched a clip on uh, YouTube a couple of days ago. It was like a National Geographic clip about like the solar system, something like that. And when I heard this phrase, it just like kind of blew my mind. Like I realized I knew it before, but it just reminded me. And they basically said the sun 
is a life-giving star. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I forgot, first of all, that the sun is a star. And then when they added that adjective that it's life-giving, it was just kind of mm-hmm. like, huh. I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to ever think about the sun ever the same again. Like, it's even more, like, I feel going to be more special when I start looking at it, the sunrises and sunsets. Completely. And I think this is the way that, um, this is the way, um, that I get people to, <laughs> I, I, I get people to be interested in things like space. I mean, one of the, the facts that I always say to people that aren't necessarily into it is that there's a planet out there where it rains diamonds sideways and people won't believe me. I'm like, no, no, seriously, there is. And there's, I think you and I had this discussion. There's um, a planet where their ozone layer is slightly different to ours. So their sun, only the red light can get through their ozone layer. So because of that, if they have any greenery on that planet, it's all going to be red. So their grass, their trees, their flowers, everything would all be red on there. And that to me is so amazing and such an incredible thing to imagine there's places out there like that. And the fact that on Mars, we they, because of the atmosphere on Mars, the sun appears blue. So their sunrise is a blue sunrise. That's incredible. That's amazing. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, completely, 100%. You know, these are little facts that I just kind of, you know, I'm the annoying guy at a party. We'll just be like, oh, by the way, did you know this about space? You know, <laughs> but hopefully it will make people want to go and do some more research and, you know, open up um, their mind a bit more to these kind of things. You know, it'd be the most epic thing. So that planet you're describing with the the red light shining down on the surface. Yeah. You need to do a DJ set on that planet. And you you know that um, there is a YouTube channel called, I think you're familiar with Circle or Circle. And they Ooh, combine sure. like epic, they, they basically combine DJ sets in the most epic outdoor oh. environments. Like the Grand Canyon, like um, Did I they think Disclosure uh in paris um the eiffel tower yeah i think they probably did it there fkj did it at these bolivian salt flats cascade did it at the grand canyon disclosure um did it in some jungle forest and i just imagine you doing it on some like (laughs) desert alien planet and they need to they need to have you if you're this circle or circle (laughs) like make this shit happen that would be amazing that's one thing i'm very sad about that in my lifetime i won't see interstellar travel you know, but then I guess that's with everything though, isn't it? You know, we, we always want something we don't have, you know? So this is why with the show, hopefully once I'm long gone, if the show is still there somehow, if anyone's listening to it, if anyone's listening to this podcast, when I'm long gone, I really hope interstellar travel is a thing. <laughs> I really, really hope so. Even if it's just to the moon, I hope, I hope it exists. Hopefully everything comes faster so you can experience something hopefully, like that i just know hopefully. you will go crazy <laughs> oh it would be the best thing in the world like i would love to be able to um yeah just see the earth you know from from space that would be such an incredible feeling uh when you were talking about uh you saw a sunset in san francisco mm-hmm. so last year you were on your u.s tour 2019 yes. right i want to know well, first of all, I was so sad that you never got around to Los Angeles. I know there was somewhere on your radar. You hit like yeah. a, you hit up Miami, you hit up San Francisco, uh, Vegas. Yeah, I saw that uh, you Atlanta, met a mutual friend, Cricket. DC, yeah, yes, Cricket and uh, Eric Alandia, both amazing people. Like so, so cool, and they both made me feel so at home. Um, yes. Amazing, incredible people. Yeah, huge shout outs to Erica Landia. She's part of the Just Trek crew and Cricket. I've known her 
for a while too. I haven't seen her in a long time, but she also is a B girl, and that, that's how I met yes. her. I'm a B boy, so we also hang out every sick. weekend at one point. <laughs> yeah, she's so dope. Like I couldn't believe how sick she is with it. It's amazing. Yeah, you DJed at a. It was like her monthly party, right? The Craig's right. Playhouse. That's right. Yeah. It's such a good time. Um, it was funny. To, I think I mentioned this before. It was strange to me because I always just assumed Vegas was always really hot. It was so cold that evening. Like I felt like I was in the UK and of course it's a desert. Of course it's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah. People keep forgetting that about deserts. It's it's extremely hot and it's yep. extremely cold. It's both extremes. So Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I had such a great time. So if, if any of those people are listening, thank you for having me and thank you for just being amazing human beings. Yeah, shout outs to Erica Landia and Cricket. Much love to them for sure. For sure. Um, so when you were on your US tour last year, were you able to take opportunities to explore outside in the places you traveled to? And if so, was there any specific places that you just really enjoyed and just uh, always remember? Um, I wish I could have, but unfortunately, most places I was there for one evening, if that. Mm. Um, so I'd get there... I'd have an afternoon to myself and unfortunately you can't really go too far, you know, in an afternoon because I have to come back, catch up on my sleep, go DJ, come back to the hotel and catch an early flight out to the next city. So I was in New York for quite a while and I love New York. To me, it feels like home now um, mm -hmm. just because it's so similar to London, but it's just its own thing, which I love. Um, so New York, I had a great time there. Um, in terms of places that I really enjoyed, strangely, North Carolina, um, I got booked for two events there. And I remember thinking, wow, people listen to me in North Carolina. This is really strange. And when I went there, it was the people that booked me, they were amazing. Shout out to half, um, to everyone else. Um, there's so many people to mention, but they were so welcoming, but also it was to me, it was a part of America that I hadn't really experienced before because everywhere I've gone, even when I was younger, there's always been a city which has kind of reminded me of London in a little bit of a way. Whereas North Carolina to me was that kind of slightly Southern, but not really, but like, kind of, does that make sense? You know? Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. The accents are kind of, yeah. yeah. And they kind of, the accents, some of them, they were a bit country as well, which is what I loved. Um, and it's something that I never would have experienced unless I went there, but everyone was so friendly. Um, and again, it, it was like this America that I've seen on TV, but I've never experienced before, you know, um, and that's what I love. So North Carolina was incredible. The food was amazing as well. It's amazing food. I did not expect that answer. When you said North Carolina, <laughs> yeah. all I could think of was P.D. Pablo in that song, like, come yeah. on, raise up, take yeah, your yeah. shirt off. <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm going to stop it. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was it. And it was incredible just to meet people who were coming up to me like, oh my God, we love the show. I'm like, what? So you listen to the show? This is amazing. Because I just assumed it would be, you know, New York and LA and San Francisco that people would listen to me. So it was crazy to be able to go to places like Atlanta, DC, uh, Boston, Miami, uh, Vegas even, you know, it was amazing. We're just in a new era that everything is interwoven because of the internet and social media to such a crazy degree right now. Like- yeah. You have listeners in the most random places. Oh, it's crazy. You know, just like I, I got recognized in um in New York in, in, in the airport. And mm -hmm. to me, it was just so weird. Just like, what, you know who I am? <laughs> you know, like, this is crazy. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. I, those answers are great. New York, North Carolina. Um, yeah, it sounds like you enjoyed the East, the East side of the U.S. 
Yeah, no, I I love San Francisco. Um, I just wish I was there for a bit longer because my friend he was staying somewhere um a little bit further out, so I didn't really get to um visit some of the places I wanted to. But also, my time was just so spent, you know, going to Vegas, and I think I went somewhere else as well. I can't remember the other place was, but just going back and forth, I never got to spend time there. So my next tour, which was supposed to be this year, I actually wanted to start in LA and then work my way back towards the east. Oh, when you get to LA, it's going to be a celebration. You're not going to sleep. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah I you better cannot get ready. wait. Yeah, I can't wait. So, so everyone in LA, just hold tight. I promise you I'm working on something amazing. Oh, man, I'm so excited already. So it looks like the part of nature that you are most inspired and drawn to is space. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in your show and your branding and just you know what you speak about. Where did this fascination with space come from? Um, I think it would, like I mentioned earlier, some of those, uh, those facts that I had about these planets, just things like mm-hmm. that. The fact that not, not everyone is so fascinated by this, you know, just looking up at the moon or seeing Saturn or Mars, just seeing these planets and not being so fascinated by it for the simple fact that we don't even know what's out there. That's, it's just, you know, like the, um, the great unknown. That's what it is to me. Just the fact that what is out there, where does space end? Like when does up stop becoming up? You know, it's these things that we don't have answers for, which has always has fascinated me. Um, And I think the fact that we don't have answers is what I find so fascinating. Like what could it be? You know, and also just imagine, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I do believe there's life out there. What is life out there like? Are they just like us? Are they not? Are they different? You know, what music are they listening to? Like that's what, that's just like, yo, what, what is, you know, that's amazing to me. They're listening to the future beat show. You just don't I really know. Hope, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. That would be amazing. Oh man. That'd be the biggest plot twist to your yeah, journey. That would be, yeah, that would be it. That'd be incredible. You can imagine, you know, aliens come and land here and they're like, yeah, we're looking for a complexion. We need the new episode of the future beat show. <laughs> they're turning up, they're twerking, you know, they're yeah. doing everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's the great unknown and it's just so mysterious still. You know what's um when you get here to Los Angeles, what I'm excited about, if you do have time, you'll actually be shocked about this. We have these two places that I actually feel that you will be obsessed about. <laughs> and one place is called Mount Wilson. Okay. And it's like this major peak in Los Angeles County, right? But it's not your normal mountaintop or peak. Yes, you can do a strenuous hike to the top. It's like I want to say maybe like seven to eight miles to get up there. So you really have to earn it. But you can actually drive to the top and it's an observatory. It's a huge complex. Oh, wow. And here's the wild thing about it. It was So the claim to fame of Mount Wilson is that during the 20th century, it was the most famous observatory in the world. Oh, wow. Okay. And it took – there's a 100-inch telescope there that's still there that you can – I think it's called the Hooker Telescope – And you can actually go inside and look at how massive it is. And it was the same telescope that took the most detailed photos of Mars. Oh, incredible. Amazing. Yeah, I'm so there for that. That's going to (laughs) be- You're already sold. Yeah, (laughs) already sold. Already sold. Yeah, and there's like even a museum there that you can go into. It's it's small and you can just see all the planets and like it has all the captions. It's just- you would just be obsessed there. And there's a place called the Cosmic Cafe. You can eat oh, there outside wow. and like picnic tables. Like I okay, could just see amazing. you just getting lost there. 
That would be amazing. It, it 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 really it's a shame because when I was last in San Francisco, um, one of my friends, Chicody, he wanted to take me to NASA, even if we just mm. went to the gift shop or something. But I think yes, there was yes. something happening and we weren't allowed in, which was such a shame. So I need to come back and do that for sure. Don't worry. When you get here to LA, we'll make we'll make oh, shit happen for you. Of course, one hundred percent. I I cannot wait. No, for sure. And it's not only that observatory, there's another iconic one called the Griffith Observatory, which yes, is the one next I'm to the Hollywood with. sign. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And they, dude, they have stargazing parties out there. They have a this museum I mean. in there, a gift shop. See, that's what I love because I'd love to provide the soundtrack to things like that. You know, we have um, the Science Museum over here in London and um, they have uh, what they call um, nights at the museum where they have um, you can go look at things after yeah. dark and you have DJs and stuff so I've been re- trying to reach out to them to do something together with them if I can that's my plan because I feel like with a lot of people who uh, are into you know uh, night watching and uh, sorry sky watching uh, they don't associate with music and I want to be able to kind of provide that extra thing just to make it a little bit more special if I can because as hmm. we know music makes everything better Giving me ideas. We yeah, need a good. Griffith Observatory and Complexion collaboration. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, it's got to happen because it's going to happen. Un- it, it it will happen because yeah. what's crazy about the Griffith Observatory too is it's actually the most visited public observatory in the entire world. Oh wow! Okay, it's it's like that, and it's and there's like this huge park around it, so you can mm-hmm. hike around it, but you can just drive up oh, to wow. it. And they have public telescopes and stargazing parties. It's just, you're going to be obsessed with Mount Wilson yeah, and the no, Griffith Observatory, for sure. For sure. No, I'm going to definitely, when I head to LA, I would definitely add like an extra 10 days onto there just so I can do all this kind of stuff that I need to do, for sure. You um, you heard about the thing that happened yesterday, right? The Great Conjunction? Oh, of course. Of course. Yes, 100%. Of course. Yeah. I had to ask you about it. I had yeah, to ask of course, you. of course. Now, it was amazing just seeing photos because a lot of people don't think Saturn and Jupiter look like that. So when you see things, they're like, oh my God, it actually looks like that. I'm like, yeah, this is what I've been trying to tell you, you know? Yeah, I'm sad. I missed it. I went out too late, I think. I was like, oh, where okay. is it? I was trying to see the merging <laughs> or the overlapping. I was like, God well, damn it. <laughs> the next one, I think, is in March or April 2080. Yeah, I messed up because it was like what it was like since the last time this had happened was like sixteen twenty three. Yeah, this is what I mean. So we've only, uh, only got like another sixty years to go into the next one. I'm sad. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Just have it's to okay. live longer. Yeah, this is it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess what? Oh no! You say it like uh, like I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Guess what? What am I guessing? It's time for the rapid fire question section. Oh, yes. Section. I forgot about this. I'm really excited about this. Okay. 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 You looked worried. Yeah, I did. I was really worried. The way you said it to me, I'm sure you can see it <laughs> on the video. I felt like a little kid in the headmaster's office. I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> you think I'm going to ask you like some really deep question that's going <laughs> to yeah, yeah. Turn, turn the podcast episode upside down? <laughs> All right. Check it out. So this is the okay. way it works. There's two rounds. The first round is outdoor focused. Okay. And then the second round is personal. Sure. And you just answer with one word answers or very concise and brief answers. Got it. Okay. So round one, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's get into it. Favorite snack in the park? Ooh, cheese and Marmite sandwiches. Trail runners or hiking boots? Trail runners. 
Desert or deserted island? Deserted island. Waterfalls or lakes? <sighs> Waterfalls. Gardens or beaches? Gardens. Dawn or dusk? Oh, dusk, of course. <laughs> I should have done a plot twist and said the other one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I wonder what he's going to say. <laughs> wonder what he's going to say. Sun or moon? Moon. Favorite planet? Sun. Taco Tuesday or Waterfall Wednesday? I'm going to say Taco Tuesday. Yes. But, only be, but we, we don't have good tacos over here. We don't. That's the thing. We we sadly can't. I, I, every time it's Taco Tuesday, I'm so sad because we don't have that in the UK. <laughs> oh, complexion. Southern California, Los Angeles, San Diego, I've, on another I, level. I've watched all these YouTube videos. I've seen people fight in my Twitch streams about which is the best taco truck and other things. So I will say this. When I get there, I'm going to try every single one. Oh, we got you. We're going to bring you on a Just Trek taco tour. Oh, yes, please. Just taco. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm no longer an outdoor brand. I'm a, I'm a food blogger now. So, I mean, I don't mind hiking and eating go hand in hand because that's what you're dreaming about when you first start hiking. So what are you going to eat afterwards? All right. I'm getting off track. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, where was I? You're good. Music artists you want to trek with. Oh, um... John Williams. Favorite park in London? Kew Gardens. National park you want to visit the most that you haven't already? Oh, uh, I completely, I, I can't remember the name, but it's something, it's the one with the giant redwoods. It's on the West Coast. Um, oh, I'm um, in Northern California, right? Yes, Northern California. Um, it's I'll the help one you. With, I'll give you a second, though. I'll, I'll give you a second. I can't remember. Begins with an S. Oh, uh, no, I can't. I can't think. Se Sequoia. Is this Sequoia? Oh, wait, I'm Sequoia sure it was National something Park? Else. Where they filmed Star Wars. It has to be there. I hope I'm not It has wrong. to be. It's the one with the giant, giant redwoods there. That's okay, the one. Sequoia I, National I Park for the record. Sequoia National Park. Okay, that's it. Perfect. Okay. In one word, how does the sunset make you feel? Hopeful. What's your ideal outside temperature? 19 degrees. That's over here, though. <laughs> so I think that's 55 for you guys. Oh, wow. Okay. I was going to say LA people are, they wilter under 60 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> like It's like 60 degrees out here. You see the fur coats coming out. You see the bubble jackets. It's but wild. It's crazy because you guys would be like, yo, it's 100 degrees. And I'm like, it's 100 degrees? <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, I'm from, from the East Coast, so like so I grew up in good. blizzards and rain yeah. and tornado things, so I'm okay. I'm okay so. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that concludes round one. Amazing. We'll take a few moments and we'll jump into round two, which is the more personal questions. Okay. Cool. Yeah, if you need to drink some water. If, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. You can drink your Coke Fizz if you don't no, have oh, no, tea. Oh, no, I finished. It was only, it was only half, um, but I'm good. <laughs> right, I'm going to have some water then. I should have a water sponsor for that segment or that part. <laughs> All right, cool. Round two. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. 
Let's go. Favorite day of the week? Monday. Favorite type of green tea? Jasmine. Amazing. Favorite comfort food? That's such a good question. Pizza. What kind of pizza? Cheese and tomato. Margarita, standard. Just just a regular cheese pizza. Oh my God. You're my favorite person. Margarita pizza is my absolute favorite. Yeah, without a doubt. If you want to be spicy, not as spice, but mushrooms, maybe. If you want something extra on there. But that's if. Otherwise, margarita, good. Just a regular cheese. That's all you need. Like the simplicity of it is just so... That's you don't it. need anything else. Nothing else. No, absolutely perfect. You can literally eat it straight as is. So real quick, I studied abroad in Italy for three months back in like 10 Ooh. years ago. Okay. Oh my God. Like my, oh, this man. was my diet every <laughs> single day. Margarita pizza, yeah. bruschetta, uh, red wine, gelato, and something else. And I somehow lost weight. Like, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I lost weight out there. You are good genes. That's what it, but I think what it is as well is when you're eating that stuff out there, it's not processed. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helps because unfortunately where we live, we do get a lot of processed food, don't we? That becomes the norm. And I think having it fresh really helps so much. Yeah. It's like the freshest food culture. And also you do so much walking in Europe from what I this is true. experienced. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. My goodness. I turned this podcast into a food <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, listen, it, it, you, you never know. Maybe you could do it. Maybe I could. Maybe I will. Yeah, you should. I need to, I, <laughs> uh, it'll just be tacos and margarita pizza. That's, yeah, that's, that's all it'll yeah. be about. Finding the best margarita pizza in America and tacos. So, But that's uh, that's your show. There you go. That's it. And we could, you can have a guest on every single week talking about where they've had their best pizza from. Oh, my God. <laughs> Done. That's it. All right. Just track listeners. We're going to have a subdivision <laughs> within the podcast dedicated to food. There we go. Oh my God. And the next question, favorite Filipino food? Oh man, this is such a good question. So for anyone listening, um, I'm actually Pakistani. However, I am unofficially Filipino because I've just grown up around Filipino people my entire life. Um, So my favorite Filipino food, food right now is chicken adobo, without a doubt, with all purpose sauce on the side. All purpose sauce. All-purpose sauce, and I'm good. That's all I need. That's how I knew we were going to have a great episode. I was like, I'm Filipino. (laughs) This is is a good sign. (laughs) All right. I had to throw that in there. Favorite cartoon show growing up? Oh, man, such a good question. Um, Can I give more than one answer? Or just Just before one? Ah, Off the top of your head, what just comes first? Oh, they're, they're making it so hard for me. Um, just, it's I'd, a feeling. Remember that complexion? It's just yeah, but there's so many different feelings. I'm, I'm getting more stressed about this question <laughs> than any other question. Um, it, okay, it's a toss-up between three right now. Um, okay. I'm going to say Thundercats. Thundercats, like Thundercats right? for the record. Favorite emoji? These questions are so good. Um it's it's the rocket without yeah the rocket emoji it has to be right has to be has to be (laughs) has to be be. yeah yeah has to be star wars or star trek star wars (laughs) video game you are playing the most at this very moment oh destiny cdjs or turntables cdjs 
Favorite venue to DJ in London? Uh, oh, um, it's called Village Underground. What a dope name. Dope name, right? So, so good. Dope. Favorite city you have DJed in the US thus far? Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> San Francisco. City no, you want to perform? No, no. Oh. I think, oh, think oh, oh. New York, New York. It's going to have to be New York. I'm sorry. It has to be New York. Okay, New York for the record. So, so sorry, San Fran. So sorry, West Coast. <laughs> you get runners up, uh, San Francisco. Yeah, so yeah, West Coast gets runners up. Yeah, for sure. City you want to perform at that you have not already? Tokyo. Not LA? No, but LA's going to happen. <laughs> Without a doubt, LA's going to happen. Right. 100%. Okay, 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 okay. Just giving you a hard time. <laughs> SoundCloud or Twitch? SoundCloud. Always, forever. Always and forever. I love it. Favorite music radio show that you're listening to right now? Ooh. Um, I know there's a lot that you listen to besides your own. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. No, I actually don't. This is the thing. I actually don't. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Can I say a podcast instead? Okay. Let's go with podcast. Okay. So there's a podcast called, um, oh my goodness. Um, I'm going to quickly double check what this is called. Off Menu. Off Menu Podcast. Off Menu. And I'm just going to give you a quick description because I know this is a quick fire round, but Off Menu is great podcast. It's these two British comedians and they invite uh, other comedians, actors, musicians into their imaginary restaurant. And the whole idea is that one of the comedians is a genie who can make any starter main dessert appear from any time in your life and anywhere in the world. And they talk about why that's their favorite meal. It's such an incredible podcast. I absolutely love it. And it's called Off Menu. Often the off the off menu podcast, yeah. Okay, duly noted. Great podcast. Favorite music artist right now, or who are you listening to the most at this moment? At the moment, I'm listening to um, a young man who goes by the name of Ludwig. I'm going to tell you right now. Give me one second because I don't want to get his name wrong. He's a Swedish guy, uh, Ludwig Goransson. Ludwig uh, Goransson. Oh, hang on. I'm sure I might have heard this name on one of your shows. Yes. So he's actually the person who has done the soundtrack for Black Panther, for The Mandalorian, but he also produced for Childish Gambino and uh, other people as well. He's incredible. I've been listening to The Mandalorian soundtrack um, nonstop since Friday. And hopefully once you catch up with me, it will make sense why I've been doing that. Damn, those are some major accolades to that name. Yeah, no, it's, it's insane. Yeah, he's incredible. Just amazing. Right on. App you are currently using the most? Apple Fitness. That's great. <laughs> Got to stay fit during this quarantine and not get the quarantine 15. This is... <laughs> have you heard that? The quarantine 15? I haven't. That's amazing, though. I love it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> Favorite superhero? Spider-Man. If you could be any animal, what would it be? Some kind of bird. Um, I'm not sure what kind of bird exactly, but a bird for sure. Just the idea of being able to fly is amazing to me. Describe yourself in three words. Hopelessly hopeful guy. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for the full alliteration there. there I was trying. The last <laughs> I couldn't think of one. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Hopefully hopeless? Ho hopefully hopeful. 
Human. Hopefully, ho- hopelessly hopeful human. Oh, that's brilliant. Triple H. There we go. There we go. Triple H. You made a new thing up. <laughs> In one word, how does music make you feel? Wonderful. And this is the last question. Okay. Favorite sound? Hmm. Such a good question. Favorite sound? Yeah, take a moment. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to because this is such a, such a good question. Um, I thought you were I, trying to insinuate with your silence the answer. <laughs> I think it's birds. I think birds, the sounds of birds. Um, yeah, definitely. Sound of birds, especially in the morning. Oh my God. I had, I know exactly what you're talking about. I had that moment when I was in this beautiful coastal city in Mexico called Puerto Vallarta. I was just like in this charming upper road, would mm-hmm. wake up, open the window, birds chirping. I was just like, what is this? Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think for sure. I think for the moment, that's what it is. Definitely. Great. That concludes the rapid fire question section. Amazing. That was really fun. No, Justin, that was amazing questions. You literally had me just like, you know, just I, I couldn't think of anything because it was great, great questions. So thank you so much. I'm sorry for the pauses. And, um, you know, I had to think about some of those qu- answers over and over again. There was some really, really good ones. Um, I'm really tempted to change my favorite cartoon to Transformers from Thundercats, but I'm going to keep it as Thundercats for sure. <laughs> you can't pro- go back now. I'm, I'm probably going to be go emailing you saying, oh, can you change this, please? I want to change it to this. <laughs> can you edit the Transformers in? It's going to be like this awkward, like, forced in Transformers answer. <laughs> I'm just going to have, like, Optimus Prime. Just, I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. Check it out. So we're done with the rapid fire question section. We're at the end of the episode. But before we conclude it, I always turn the spotlight back to our guest. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to impart to the audience and the listeners? It could be about anything. It could be uh, about the outdoors. It could be about what we're currently going through. Whatever you want your final thought to be. So on the Future Beat Show, um, I try to share something amazing that I've heard or read um, each and every week. And with me, I try not to do the whole positive vibes only thing only because that's not real that that's not how life is life has ups and downs constantly and when we try just to do the whole oh positive vibes only it's that's that's not real life um and one thing i read recently which was amazing was um someone had tweeted saying we tend to focus on why we don't talk to certain people anymore or someone has done us wrong we're, we're always focusing but why did they do this why they're not talking to me why am i not talking to them and sometimes by doing that, we can forget about the people that do care about us now. And I've done that. I'm super guilty of that. And sometimes you need to just remember the people that are there for you that do care about you over things you can't really change. So I spoke about this briefly on the last episode of TFBS, and I'm just going to double down on it now on this amazing podcast, is um, sometimes we can't help how things have happened and what's happened, but just know that there's always people there that do care about you, that do love you and do want do want what's best for you. And let's try to think about those people when we're having these negative thoughts and we're going down a bad spiral. What a powerful final thought. I appreciate you sharing that and just keeping it real because, you know, yes, we all love positive vibes, but that's not reality. This is it. I think it's always good to 
think that way, but there's some people that really just push that down your throat, especially on social media. It's always positive vibes only, only. And like, that's not life, man. You know, life, uh, one of my friends, Khalil, um, he told me something about um, flying, which he goes, when he was anxious about flying, um, someone said to him to imagine flying as a wave. You're going to have your highs and your lows. And that's what life is. Life is just constant waves. You're going to have your highs and your lows, but you're never going to be in one place for long. So I think that's what we should focus on, that we should accept that there will be lows and we'll get through the lows. Right on. I completely agree. Yo, complexion, like straight up, like doing this episode with you is such an awesome moment for myself and the show. I know I mentioned it before. Just want to say I'm very grateful. Seriously. Thank you, Justin. No, thank you for having me. These are amazing questions. And, you know, during lockdown, I've done a bunch of very amazing podcasts. Um, however, the only thing I'd say with these podcasts is they've been very music focused. So I find myself retelling the same story. And one thing when you reached out to me was I said I was so excited because music wasn't going to be a focus per se on mm-hmm. exactly. this podcast. And thank you for these amazing questions and getting to talk about stuff that I really enjoy that is and isn't music. So thank you for having me and thank you to your listeners. I hope some of you will come over to uh, TFBS and enjoy an episode or two. And um, yeah, please enjoy. Awesome. So that concludes the episode. Complexion, the future beat show, Just Trek podcast, inspire, motivate, elevate, and we're out. Peace. Peace. Thank you, gracias, and salamat for tuning in to the entire episode. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are streaming on all the major platforms. If you want to send me a message, email justtrekofficial at gmail.com or slide in my DMs on Instagram at just.trek or on my personal at justrock, J-U-S-T-R-O-C. If you would like to support my creative endeavors, check out the merch store on justtrek.net slash shop. For more outdoor inspiration, make sure to check out our website. We have blogs, vlogs, and trip reports. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a wonderful day, and please remember to just keep on trekking.